0: Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to Episode 209 of Martha Runs the World. Welcome to the fourth anniversary show. Yes, it's been four years. Four years and many, many shows. I love it. I love every moment of doing my show. It's been a whirlwind. It doesn't seem like four years. When I started doing Martha Runs the World, I never thought it would last this long. And I think back, it's four years. Four years. I never gave it that much thought when I started, honestly. I was more concerned with getting the first episode out. It was a lot harder getting started than I ever thought it would be. When my first thought, hey, I want to do a podcast, and getting it out and going was a lot harder. People ask me, how do I do a podcast? I say, well, you really have to put a lot of planning in it because it's more complicated than you think it is. It's going to take a lot more technology and a lot more money than you think it is. It's way more difficult than people actually want to believe. It takes a lot more money than people want to believe because the equipment has to be better than you think it is. It's not just a matter of just recording something and just putting it out. No, there's a lot more involved. And I didn't think about that. A lot of people, before they do their podcast, they do a lot of research. They they read a lot of books. They do a lot of... Stuff before they start doing it. A lot of people put years into the research and then they don't even get it out. That's not me. (laughs) No, no, no. I thought I read a few things. I listened to podcasts. I thought about it, and then I then I started wanting to put it out. And when I was started to wanting to record and and wanted to do it, then I found out how difficult it was and how much I had to spend on decent equipment and how difficult recording was, and how difficult editing was, and how hard it was to put everything together. Well, I found out, and now I know. (laughs) It's just taken four years, (laughs) but I love it, and I even loved the difficult parts, because I really do enjoy learning things, and I enjoy learning how to make things better, and it's so worthwhile. I, I just really love it. And I haven't missed one week in four years. So that's saying something. Nope, not one week. Not even through one surgery. And I have another surgery coming up and I don't plan to miss a week for that one either. For the most part, it has been pretty smooth, I have to say. There have been a couple bumps in the road, shall I say. And so most of it has been pretty good. In my first year, my mic broke, and I didn't even realize it. And I thought, How is, why is the sound not that good in this episode? It's because I was using my laptop mic, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> oh, I'm such a noob. That's because I bought this crappy mic to begin with, and it didn't work. It broke right away. It, it lasted maybe three months, and then it broke. Don't buy crappy equipment, lesson learned. Then I bought a really a decent mic and it's lasted me and I still have it and I love it. And I'll buy the same mic again because I really just like this this model a lot. Can't I can't afford the really expensive mics, but I like this one. It's pretty good. I've also had editing problems and I probably will still have those because editing is is a major pain. If anything, it's the biggest pain I have. But sometimes I think I, I edit the whole thing and then I forget to save it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> then I realize I didn't save it, I have to go back and edit it again. And then there are glitchy things and stuff. Things happen. I mean it just does. And and then the I one of the things that happened to me and it's only happened once that we've had this continuous rain for all of twenty twenty three so far. I, And it's only been halfway through, but it's rained almost every day. And the power has gone in and out, in and out. And the power went out during one of my interviews. The last part of the interviews I was doing with a guest who's going to be on shortly. So that happened, and that's only happened once. So then they had to call back, and we had to finish the interview a week later. And it was only like five or ten minutes that we needed to finish, but it was like, really, you couldn't wait till a few minutes to for the power to go out. You couldn't wait, like, five minutes. Oh, that was annoying. <laughs> so that happened. There just a few little interesting things happened. I, I have taken vacations, and what I did is that I, I made enough episodes ahead of time so that I wouldn't have to skip a week or anything like that when I went on vacation. I did that as well. So, I, like I said, I never miss a week. A lot of people say, oh, well, we'll just skip a week or I don't feel like doing it or blah, blah, blah. No, 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 I'm not like that. I'm just too goal-oriented to skip a week. I just can't do that. One of the most wonderful things is the guests I've had on and the subjects I've talked about, I've learned so much. And the guests I've had have been so fascinating to me. They've all been so special and so wonderful I, I'm just I feel so blessed for having them on I love them all I think they're all terrific and they all have a story to tell and I am I just so appreciative for them spending their time with me and I'm so happy to be able to share them with you and the topics I, I love sharing the topics with you I hope you have enjoyed them and the places that I've traveled, With the guests and with the topics, even though I haven't been there myself or done all the races that we've talked about, I feel like at least I can live through them through the stories and the guests. It's just been so fun. I love it so much. So thank you for taking this very slow run with me. I can't say fast because I don't run fast. So thank you for taking this very, very slow run with me. I hope to continue on for many, many years to come. So what I thought I'd do for this week is I thought I'd do a lighter subject and bring up some things that, I, first, I wish runners would stop doing. And I should say I wish we runners would stop doing, because I do a few of them. And then I'd follow it up and finish it off with some things I wish we runners would do. And if we do of them, I wish we would do them more often. Okay, so we'll just do that and, and have fun with it. Can we runners stop doing these things? Stop pushing your kids into running if they don't want to run. I see this a lot. Now, first, as a preface, I know parents who have kids who love to run, and that's not what I'm talking about. If your kid tells you, I want to run with you, that's what your kid is telling you, and they want to do it. They are happy to do it. They come to you first, and they tell you they want to do it. And if the parent says, okay, well, let's make it fun, and they make it a fun thing for them, and the the child really wants to do it and really wants to have fun with it, and it's always fun, and they have a good time with it, all the time and the kid learns to run and always loves it and does it because they love it. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is those pictures you see in running groups. And I see them a lot of the kid who doesn't look happy of the kid who looks like they want to do something else. And the parent is bragging about their kid running really long distances or something that they probably shouldn't be running. And the parent, post multiple pictures in the Facebook group, in Instagram, or has a YouTube about it, and they just want to do it for hits and likes. It's just nauseating to me. It's like stop it. Stop making your kid do this. I thought about this because there was a there's a YouTuber, and I'm not gonna mention their name, who makes a lot of money off YouTube because he pushes his kids to do things. And the kid cried the whole time in the race doing this. It borders on child abuse. It's really bad, and I see kids being pushed into things they don't want. And I'll tell you, those kids are going to going to grow up hating Ronnie. They're going to hate it really bad. You need to stop doing that. All right, this is a big one. Stop comparing yourself to others. This I will always say. This I will continue to say. This you are not someone else. You are you, and they have a different story, and they're on a different path. And you're on your own path. So stay on your own path, be true to yourself, and you don't see what they do to get where they are. If they're faster than you, maybe they do things differently than you. There's a great picture that has a, what we see and what we don't see. And on the top, we see the success, fame, the fortune, and then on the on the bottom, it's an iceberg, and we see the little tip of the iceberg, the fame, the fortune, the winning, and on the bottom, it's the hard work, the self-sacrifice, the effort, the sweat, the pain, the sorrow, and, and a lot of other things like that. So we don't see what that other person goes through. If someone's faster than I am, perhaps they put more effort into it. They put more work into it. They gave up a lot that I wasn't willing to give up to be faster. They ate better than I did. They ran more than I did. All kinds of things. Maybe they didn't have the the injuries that I did, maybe younger than I am. There's a lot of reasons for it. And good for them. I hold nothing against anyone who's faster than I am. I'm not comparing myself to anyone else. There's a lot of people my age who are faster than I am. They put a lot more effort in, it, into it than I am. I go to the uh, San Francisco uh, Turkey Trot race every year, and there's a lot of people older than I am that are way faster than I am. I think that's excellent. I, they inspire me. They inspire me to be a better runner. So stop comparing yourself and feeling down. Be inspired by people who are faster than you are and maybe ask them how do they do it and find out what you can do to be a better runner instead of feeling down, instead of trying to say, oh, well, I suck or why are they so much better than I am? Don't do that. Find out why, and maybe get yourself to do better by improving what you do. Stop belittling yourself, and stop belittling. I can't even talk. Stop belittling others by continuing on the comparison. One, um, don't be- belittle yourself. Don't put yourself down. Really, this is this is all part of that. Instead of putting yourself down, pick yourself up and be a better runner. Be healthier, eat better, work work harder, and just be a better person, really. That's what it comes down to. So stop putting yourself down. Stop putting others down. I think it's a better way to live, don't you? And I see this a lot in, in again, running. Not a lot, but I see this in running groups. It's just better not not to be that way i believe now this is a big one and this is one i really really am tired of no one cares how or what you eat no one cares it seems to me many people have turned their way of eating into a religion or cult i don't care if you eat nothing but meat I mean, your cardiologist might care, true, (laughs) but I don't care. No one cares. No one cares. If it makes you happy to starve yourself 20 hours a day and gorge for four hours, if you want to do that, you go right ahead, but no one else cares. No one cares. Really, no one cares. Seems to me they're like a band of religious fanatics. They have to go from door to door to door to tell people everything that they do, everything that they eat, when they eat it, and oh, you have to eat this way too, or you're not doing it right. You have to believe this way too, or you're not doing it right. You have to believe this way, or you won't go. Or you won't go to heaven. <laughs> it's, it's that same attitude. Stop it. Stop. 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 <laughs> Stop it. Stop using food and guilt as guilt. It, it drives me crazy. You know, I, I, I okay, I, vegans do this too. Yes, you do. And we're going to have a sh- show with vegans, and I'm going to talk to a vegan person. We're going to have a show with her. I, However, yes, vegan eating vegan is probably healthier, but I'm not going to do it. But I do eat some vegan meals on occasion. Because, yes, you can cook cook well vegan. And I understand that more than I do eating nothing but meat, which I don't understand at all and would not do that. But I just don't understand that attitude that of having to force the way you eat on other people. If you want to do it, that's fine. Just stop preaching to everybody else and stop telling everybody else that unless they eat the way you do, it's not good. If you're unsure of it. Because if you were sh- sure of the way you were eating, you would stop talking about it and you would be at peace with it. If you're unsure, you have to keep talking about it just to try to talk yourself into what you're doing is okay. It just Just knock it off. <laughs> we're tired of it. <laughs> All right. Now, this is something that I actually do. <laughs> And I'm going to try to stop doing it. Stop taking the exact same picture of yourself on each and every run. <laughs> yes, I do. I do this. I am so guilty of this. I'll try to vary my pictures. Now, yes, the, the reason why we do it is because it takes time and skill to actually take different pictures. It's very easy just to hold the cat, hold the phone and take a picture of yourself. If you want a different picture, we have to, like, set it down and place it so and then, like, put the timer on and, and go stand somewhere and get a picture where it's going to actually be a good picture. That takes time and skill and a little bit more effort. But I will try to make that effort so that you don't see the same picture of me on each and every run that I do. So I'll be working on that in future runs and walks. Because I'm not running now, but I will after my surgery. But I will be doing that for sure. Stop blasting music for many speakers. Yes, I harp on this a lot. But yeah, please stop. I, I keep hearing this. Please, please stop doing this. And why is it when they do, it's never good music. It's always like the latest pop star. The latest... Horrific pop star. It's never Iron Maiden. Come on. (laughs) If you're going to do it, at least have some decent music. And if you're on single track technical trails, don't listen to headphones because you can't hear anyone. And if I tell you, excuse me, or if a mountain biker comes by, you can't hear them. I did remember doing a trail race. And someone in the race was listening to headphones, which is, which most trail races is not. You'd be disqualified for. And these mountain bikers were shouting at her, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me!" And she wasn't hearing them at all. It was really bad. And just, just don't do it. It, It's not cool. Shoe companies should stop making those weird-looking, impractical, expensive running shoes like Nike's made for running downhill only who's going to wear a pair of shoes for running downhill only who does that who's going to do that and they should make be making more shoes that are practical and more reasonably priced so that more people can buy them and be active wouldn't that be great right and we'll be right back Am I alone in thinking that $160 for a, or $200 for a pair of sh- running shoes is too much? It's just getting out of hand. And please, for the love of all things wonderful and running, stop posting nasty toe pictures or feet pictures or any other disgusting body part picture. We don't want to see it. No one wants to see it. Humble brags. If you're proud of your run, be proud. No need to work your run into something else because you think you can't bring up your run. If your non-running friends don't want to see it, who cares? They'll get over it. The rest of us want to see it. We want to see it. Stop the stay hard nonsense. And (laughs) And I mean running. I don't mean anything else. More runners have gotten injured, sometimes seriously, so they can't run again because they followed the advice of a non-expert, non-expert I mean, run- runner who believed in the machismo attitude of just sucking it up and kept, keep going at any cost. It's crap. I blame David Goggins for pushing unrealistic expe- expectations to push his book. There are many more qualified runners to read and learn from, in my humble opinion. I I hate his attitude. I hate that attitude is that no matter what, just keep going. You're injured, keep going. No, 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 no. It's all wrong, and don't follow that. There are many times when you need to stop your run. If you're dehydrated, you need to stop. If you're not feeling well, you need to stop. There are many times if you think you're getting an injury you need to stop. There are many many times you need to stop. You don't need to keep going. It really is. There are many times that you can you should not be following that advice when it's unsafe. There is nothing wrong with warming up before you run and stretching afterwards. Can we get over it? this please? <laughs> When we're young, we think nothing can hurt us. We're invincible. Of course, this is silly, and we realize realize how silly this is when we get our first injury. And this one really bugs me and I hope it bugs most of you. Running is great to lighten our moods. If we feel down, a run will help us lift our spirits most of the time. But it is not a replacement for therapy. Or other help from professionals if we have real depression. I had Corey Reese on my show a couple years ago talk about this from his book Stronger Than the Dark about his battle with depression and yet I still hear runners give advice to others looking for ways to get over their depression. Go for a run, meditate, yoga. Yeah yoga is not going to help you get over a medical condition like depression. Sorry. It's not. It's great for your body, of course, but when when one needs real help, they're not going to get it from social media. There's nothing wrong with, with therapy, going to professionals for a clinical depression or for something when they need real help. All right. Now, these are some things I wish runners would do or do more of. Be kinder to yourself, especially when a run or workout that didn't go as planned. Not every run is going to be great. Thinking that you suck because you didn't get your entire run in isn't the way to look at it. And you may need a deeper look at how you view other things in your life if you feel that. Do you expect too much out of yourself? it's one thing to have a bad run once in a while and we all do not every run is great and that saying going on a bad run is better than not going on a run at all well that's not necessarily true especially if like you get injured on a run yeah i don't like that saying at all (laughs) but you may need you may need to look deeper at how you view things in your life. If you think that you suck just because you didn't finish or run the way you wanted it to, to go. Do you expect too much out of yourself? We are our worst critics after all. And if you're too judgmental towards yourself, you may need to just be kinder to yourself after all, we can't be kind to others if we are not kind to our own self. Forgive yourself and love yourself. We have to do that before we do anyone else, right? And this can apply to racing as well. If you didn't get the PR you wanted first, it's okay. It's all right. There may be a good reason for it. Perhaps other things in your life have you busy, have your mind Thinking of, of things. Maybe your job has you has you thinking of other things, maybe your family has you going. Things are frantic in your life. Maybe other stuff is happening. Maybe the weather was horrendous during the race. Maybe your training wasn't as much as it should have been, or maybe it was too much. You could have overtrained and been tired on race day. Maybe you didn't train for the right race. A lot of times people have a race, a particular type of race, but they don't live where they can train for that type of race. You could always hire a running coach for your next race if you can afford it. Or if you can't, you can always read a couple running books or look at training plans Online, they're pretty reasonable. And sometimes you can find training plans for free. So you can do a little bit more research and see what's going on and try to plan for your next race better. Do more cross-training. If you don't cross-train at all, then it's good to get some in. If all you do is run, then you're setting yourself up for an injury. Strength training is really important, and there's great great workouts for home videos for strength trainers for running and I talk about it in several episodes on exercises for runners and these are you don't have to be in a gym you don't have to have any any gear or any weights or anything like that you can and you can do them right at home if you don't want to Join a gym, that's great. If you want to join a gym, you can do them at the gym, and I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I promise I am, I am. But if your goal is to be a better runner, focus on training that will help you be a better runner. If your goal is all-around better fitness, then focus on that, but pick one and work towards it. Race companies, I really wish you would extend cutoff times, if at all possible, especially for, like, 50Ks. <laughs> I really wish you would. It would be great if more res- race companies would allow slower runners to start early or add an extra hour, if they can. Now, I realize it's not always possible if races are in state or county parks. Permits are difficult to get already, It was, but it would certainly help get more people on on the trails and races. If you're a trail runner and you have a vehicle, offer other runners rides. There are plenty of future trail runners out there who may not even know how glorious trail running is, but simply because they don't own a a car, they can't get there. Maybe you'll get some free gas or a lunch out of it. Or maybe race companies can set up a ride network through their Facebook page. Just a thought. I'd love to see more runners videotape their runs. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I I see a lot of taped runs now. And you run and hold that GoPro camera. It is not easy. But I love watching them. Just a selfish notion here. I want to see more. I know a lot of runners would like to see more. So get yourself a GoPro and videotape yourself running. Volunteer at races. I have a whole episode about race volunteering. You should listen to it after this one. (laughs) The episode is number 135, and it came out August 2021. But yeah, volunteer at a race. You will make friends for life. You will have fun. And you might even get a free race entry or credits towards your next race. Volunteer doing trail work. I don't mean at races, but but that is also important. But I mean helping create or maintain trails i haven't done this for a long time i did this i did this a few a few years a couple decades ago i would say probably in my 30s i did this a a bunch uh, but it's been a long time so it's time for me to do it as well trail maintenance is tough work but it's necessary and the trail angels who do it are truly amazing but mostly, and this is the most important, have fun on the roads and trails. Sure, running is running is hard, but it should, first and foremost, be fun. Make your runs as fun as you can. Not every run is going to be fun, but we need to make it as pleasant as we can because it's tough out there. Our sport is not easy. Every once in a while, we're going to have a bad run, but I think that our good runs will outweigh the yucky ones. And once you get through the bad ones, you'll find, at least that I do, that the good ones make the bad ones worthwhile. I already have a list of races that I'm going to do once I start running again after my surgery. There's so much I still want to do. You'll hear all about all of this in future episodes, and I have a lot of guests going. I have a bunch of interviews that I've done and a few more lined up, And then in March, my surgery. And so 2023 is going to be a big year. It wouldn't be possible at all without you. And I thank you for being such amazing, amazing listeners on my little show. I love you. And here is to many, many more years. The website is com, and you can email me at MarthaRunsworld at gmail.com. So until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.